0: Hello, my name is Nick Spacek, and you're listening to From and Inspired By, a podcast about soundtracks and the people who make them. On this episode, we talk about 80s action with the one and only Stan Bush.
1: You got the touch! You got the power!
0: There's a master list of iconic 80s movie songs, Stan Bush's The Touch has to be near the top of it. Notably featured in 1986's Transformers animated movie, the song has made repeated appearances in any number of TV and movie 80s homages, and its soaring opening lines are instantly memorable. However, while Bush is best known for that song, his work on early Jean-Claude Van Damme hits Kickboxer and Bloodsport are just as amazing, as well as the highly underrated Hearts vs. Heads from the equally underrated 1986 sci-fi teen movie The Wraith. We spoke by phone with Stan Bush in January, covering all of this and more.
1: Never saw- <sighs> <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> but uh, what I'm, what I'm most curious about is like, how, was that song like a, specifically written for the film, or was it something that you had on on hand uh, that that happened to fit the, the project?
2: It was the latter. Um, my co-writer and I, we had written the song originally with, uh, the Stallone movie Cobra in mind. <laughs> and then it, yeah exactly. It, it didn't get in that movie, but then the record label, uh, said, you know, that, oh yeah, we got it in this, the Transformers movie. It was like the, a cartoon movie about robots, and I'm like, <laughs> what? You know? <laughs> and, uh, anyway, it turned out to be a really cool sort of, uh, you know, actual phenomenon years later that, uh, turned out to be, oh, cooler than uh, anything we imagined, you know, that that Transformers would become a a big, a big thing, you know? No, the At the time, I think Ninja Turtles was much, much, you know, bigger, bigger uh, brand and
1: all. No, it's really interesting that you say that, because um, uh, one of the earlier episodes of the show, we talked with uh, Joe Esposito about his song You're the Best Around, and that was sort of a similar situation, actually originally written for uh, a, a Stallone movie, in this case one of the uh, Rocky movies, and it was uh, used, it, it was replaced with a survivor's eye of the tiger uh i, I I'm, it, it's very interesting to see that songs such as uh you're the best around or in your case the touch how they they were like initially you know not used and then went on to become like these sort of cultural touchstones
2: yeah yeah <laughs> that's right pretty cool
1: what I what I find really interesting is like the the song has made several like waves of appearances. hmm What was sort of your response when you found out that it was it, it was used uh in uh boogie nights?
2: Oh right. Uh it was um amusement. I mean it was uh very funny uh scene. It was like a spoof on the eighties, as you know. And, you know, that uh it's funny because um, you know I I met him. Let's the, the, see, this past uh, was just three or four months ago when when I did the uh, Providence, Rhode Island Transformers convention. I guess it was when was it September, um, anyway. And I was about to go on stage to do my concert there. Uh, I had appeared during the weekend as a, as a guest and whatnot. And, uh, anyway, he, can, he had just come off the stage. Uh, there was a panel for the Transformers, uh, you know, uh, and, uh, he comes walking by and I'm like, I, I said, you got the touch. And he turns and looks at me he says, says he, he says, how did I do in Boogie Night? <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded great. And anyway, he comes back a couple of minutes later with his phone and he starts singing the song with me. You know, into the phone, it was really funny, and he posted it on uh, you know on his uh, Facebook and whatnot. It was it was awesome. I never even
1: considered the fact that uh, how how interesting it was is that he went from singing that song to actually being in Transformers movies. No, I,
2: <laughs> I know, I know. The coincidence is really amazing, right? Because he he had sung the touch, and and then he was in the Transformers movie as the star, the later movies, and uh, it was kind of cool the whole connection with the touch and with you know with the movie and with me and what and, and everything was funny but he he said something about the original the original baby or
1: something like that <laughs> so, <laughs> nice guy though so did your did your work on uh did the, like the success that came after transformers is that what led to uh like the 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 several action movies that you did music for afterwards
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. I think the touch was the the beginning of that whole sort of direction for me. The um, the hero thing, you know, the anthem. I always loved the eighties anthems. I mean, you you'd hear a song. I mean, not just not just rock anthems, but just songs generally. Then it was a, it was all about the big memorable chorus line. You know, your big melody that was sick with you, and you'd go around singing, humming it. You know, I of a Tiger, of course, is a great song. and you know, that was one of those as well. But uh but yeah, it it, it sort of started a thing for me. Uh I don't know, I, I got into this it's almost motivational rock or something. Um, and it's cool because a lot of people tell me in fan fan letters and whatnot uh, through the years, that, that those songs, the Touch and Dare, you know, influence their lives in some positive way. and It's just real cool, it's cool to hear that kind of stuff, where maybe you help somebody and you know feel encouraged or whatever.
1: That's really heartening to hear. Like, I, oh yeah, I, I, I imagine like you, you're you write like these really like the, these songs that are really powerful. Like I think like Never Surrender from Kickbox. Fun right. To survive from Bloodsport, uh, you, you did like two of like the very early noteworthy. Jean-Claude Van Damme movies uh were were you sort of uh familiar with like that sort of style of action film prior to working on them
2: no not really um it just kind of all started happening around that time I wonder if maybe the survivor thing uh was part of the you know uh, whatever what do you call it to uh to get that going sort of um you know in the beginning stages, that, that, that sort of thing. Well, at the time, I mean, there were a lot of those kind of movies, I guess. Uh, what was that one with the, uh, Man in Motion, that song, you know, that was oh, yeah, from the movie, that was from a movie, and there were, there were several others around that time that, yeah, John Parr, um, and, uh, anyway. But yeah, it, it uh, it just, I kind of fell into it. I mean, honestly, the, the, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, I mean, I was just mainly a hired singer. So this guy's a great 80s rock singer, you know, and rock singer, you know, was Get him on this you know on this on these songs and whatever so it was hard as I was doing it at that time um or especially the couple of years out af- the few years after that I did a lot of big commercials singing Toyota and you know Coors Beer and all these other things you know as a um as a singer you know so with the beer voice thing right <laughs> it was cool
1: like are you are you seeing like scenes fr- from the film to get you sort of like, in the right headspace, or, or is it just like, here's the song, here's the key, here's the, the, the
2: meter? Um, generally, there's no, no, there, there's no, uh, um, you know what I mean, movie or what, or film or video or whatever uh, monitor. I mean, they're, they're okay, there is in commercials, a lot of times they'll have, you know, some kind of scene going by that you have to match uh, the timing of or whatever for a commercial, but generally it's just... Sing the song, and then they put it in the movie later. You know, kind of thing. Were
1: you uh, like seeking out the movies that you had music in to, to like see like how the songs worked, like when they hit theaters?
2: Um. Well, yeah. I mean, I
1: I would be notified of the release
2: of various things and go to the screening and that kind of thing. I I went to one of the Van Damme ones, and anyway, it's funny. Jean Claude Van Damme was was kind of flirting with my wife and. <laughs> And it's like, oh, who is this little guy? And it's like short guy and all. And then she sees him on screen, <laughs> it's like shirtless, you know. Wow. You know? <laughs> but that was funny. Um, I met him a, a, a few years after that, too. He came into a gig I was playing, and uh, the bouncers were giving him a, a kind of giving him a hard time. And I went over, oh, I'll let this guy in, you know. And he comes over and thanks me. And I, I told him who I was. <laughs> he said, he's talking about blood sport. He said that the music was better than the movie. <laughs> But, uh, no, anyway, yeah, it was cool. It was like, you know, I don't really know how to answer that question. I guess it's just sort of, you just do what you do. And uh, I guess I was kind of like the right sound for what they wanted. In
1: terms of uh, commercials and things like that, like, are, you, are you are you singing for just, is it like work? Or are you just like, yeah, I want to do a beer commercial?
2: Oh, no, it's work. They... They have like you know back then, especially the that was like kind of the glory days of uh, of uh, the eighties rock thing for for singers. You know that was uh, I had a real real good couple of years there during the I guess it was nineteen eighty nine the Super Bowl. I had six national commercials airing, and it was big money. I mean I, I bought a house after that, so you know <laughs> yeah it was it was cool. That's pretty
1: amazing. Like, uh, what would be like the the most notable one that, that people might remember
2: well the toyota was the the theme at the time was i love what you do for me and then after that uh toyota who could ask for anything more yeah, that melody oh yeah and you're probably too young to no remember no those, i
1: know but... that is that is right in my wheelhouse <laughs> oh, oh cool yeah and uh
2: Well, see, the Coors beer was um, when they. There was one thing where they pulled the. I don't know if you remember, but they would have these scenes from the Rocky Mountains, and they would in one in one they pulled a six-pack of beer out of a mountain stream. And it's like tap an ice cold cores with a friend of yours. And I do the voiceover as well. It takes a part of this country. as cold and clean as the rockers. The real beer is pure and natural as You know, I've, I've seen that commercial, the, like hundreds of times. Oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> and I love the mailman back then. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they, no, they pay, because they, they pay residuals, you know, it's like... Oh, yeah. You don't just get paid, you don't just get paid once, you, it's a union thing, and they, they pay you over and over, it's the same thing with anything that goes like a TV, or, or film, or whatever, it goes into syndication, they they pay the actors over and over and over again, you know, for, for re, reruns and whatnot, you know, it's the same thing with, with jingles. That but, was something uh, I was not aware of, that's really cool. Yeah, you know, it, it, I wish that... Well, the one thing that kind of happened after that, though, is the 90s came along, and then rock, that kind of rock, just went away, literally. It just imploded. I mean, it was just the grunge thing came in, and nobody was doing the 80s thing anymore. So that that kind of put me into a somewhat limited career-wise. I, I was just doing work in Japan and, and Germany, mostly Europe and Germany, England and whatnot, you know, tours and Making making albums continuous, continually through that time, through dealing directly with labels overseas, has
1: the um, sort of like eighties resurgence like helped in, in terms of like your your uh, ability to tour here in the United States.
2: Yeah, it's it's it has. Um, yeah, the the uh, resurgence of that style of music has been a, a boon to me. I mean, they. Also used a lot of my songs, The Touch, most notably, and in uh, TV shows, video games, and films, and other things, you know, over the last few years. And, uh, my, my music, you know, all the albums I've done since then, you know, are, are selling and things, and people are, you know, it's, it's, it's kinda cool. It's like I have a, I have an ongoing career doing what I love to do. And like I say, the, the albums I make, uh, probably every three years I'll do a, a new album. And, and uh, my producer, uh, best friend, he's a German guitar player guy, but he also is just a killer producer. And uh, we were able to make albums, really good recordings on a very limited budget. And uh, it's, it's enabled me to kind of keep in the game, you know. Um, and uh, it's, it's fun. It's, uh, it's, you know, obviously I'm still sort of known for the stuff I did way back when, but, you know, but people like my new stuff as well. I mean, you know, we we wrote a song called Warrior. It was last year. It was in a Shadow Warrior Two game that came out last year, and uh, you know, just various things. It just keeps on uh, rolling along. So I'm going to to perform in the UK this summer uh, in August. I get contacted to uh, perform here and there. I'm doing a show next next month at the Whisky here in in Hollywood. So I I do I have a band that we play around locally too and so it's kind of a a cool thing. I'm kind of rambling here so oh,
1: no, <laughs> jump no, in no. whenever you want. No, it's fantastic. G um speaking of like sort of like the availability of your music I know like a lot of those soundtracks now thanks to the likes of like Spotify and some like reissue labels have mm-hmm. like uh, like like the Transformers uh, soundtrack got reissued as like a deluxe vinyl edition a couple years ago um, I know perseverance records uh, put out like this amazing, Like two disc set of all the music. Well, uh, one disc set of all the music from uh, Kickboxer that's got all of your songs on it. Um, Right. Do 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 you find like people like the availability of like this music uh, for which you're best known has has led to people tracking down like your your newer stuff? Yeah, that's
2: that's kind of what I was getting getting at. Yeah, it it has. It's uh, it's created a an interest in what other stuff i have um like the latest album that came out um just a few months ago called change the world is doing doing well um i have a license deal in europe and uh so that one's like you say um uh, people go on online to my web, website or or it's on spotify or itunes of course so you know it's kind of a you know you do, you do it all, all of the above kind of thing and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's kind of a cool thing because people, they want to, they want your new stuff, they want to know what you're up to. Actually, the, the new album, Change the World is, um on the melodic rock, uh, this—that's what you call this style of music, or at least in Europe they call it melodic rock. It's the um, the last album is number out of one uh, top one hundred and fifty melodic rock albums of twenty seventeen. Uh, Change the world's number fifteen, so oh, wow. it's pretty cool. Yeah, it's good stuff. You know, it's uh, you know uh, it's it's thirteenth album too. So the last uh i'm i'm really happy with the last five albums i've done four albums they've, they've all been real top notch you know it's kind of i feel like i'm doing as good actually at, at least as good as stuff i did back back then you know quality wise sonically and everything well, that's the cool. home studios have come a long way
1: <laughs> but I mean, you know the, ask, the like thing you, is you like you talk about recording on a on a budget like where where you where did you record your most recent album was that in a home studio
2: yeah, home studio. Yeah, my, uh, my, like I say, my friend Holder, he's a producer and he's got, uh, Pro Tools set up and it's, um, he's just really good and plus the, he has some high end components too. So the, you know, mic, um, mic pre, mic prees and the, uh, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with recording at all, but, uh, the, the inputs and outputs, it's called, uh, A to D. It's, uh, analog to digital it, it it really makes a big difference when you use the high quality components you know like that
0: that is
1: really great to hear so uh-huh. sir thank you so much for taking time to talk to me
2: No nah, me too man you take care have a good day
1: you do thanks
0: Thanks to Stan Bush for speaking with me. You can find links to purchase Transformers, Bloodsport, Kickboxer, The Wraith, their soundtracks, and more music from Mr. Bush in the show notes for this episode, which are at fromandinspiredby.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter at From Inspired Pod, and you can subscribe to us via Apple Podcasts and Stitcher as well. Stan Bush can be found on Twitter at Stan Bush, and on Facebook at stanbushmusic. Music. His website is at stanbush.com. Please hit up the website and click on the Give Us Money button to help pay for web hosting and long distance fees. And remember to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and Stitcher. We'll be back in two weeks talking with legendary conductor and composer Artie Kane about his recent autobiography, Music to My Years Life and Love Between the Notes. Until then, thanks for listening.
1: You got the touch! You got the power!